and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Trey Myricks. I am joined here with some awesome guests. I've got uh, Billy Boardman. How Hello. you doing? I'm pretty good, thanks. Thank you. I've got my friend, Rob. Sup? <laughs> and I've got my friend, Paul. Hey, what's going on, everyone? That's right. So, uh, before we get going, Paul, I uh, just wanted to ask you specifically, how dope was tonight? It was really dope. That's on a right. scale of 24 to 22, uh-huh. I would say yeah? it was really uh-huh. dope. Oh, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Can I, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Can, you, can you answer uh, a question for me? I'd love to. How about them cowboys? Oh, oh how about them this is boys? A mm, let's go. Advertisement, the mm, cowboys have not about. won two about. playoff games since 1996. Excuse me, I can't hear you uh, because we're doing this podcast and you shut your mouth. I thought this was um, about politics. Yeah, seriously. Rob, yeah, get out get of here. Get over it. Get out he of won, here. He won, she lost. All right, get Rob, over it. All right, Rob, relax. So we're going to go ahead. So um, this is going to kick off the, the two-week excursion I'm going to have um, into democratic politics. I'm sick of talking about the president and how he is a bumbling buffoon and continuously uh, trips over his own dick constantly. So... I would you like hate to, America? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to mark that down. <laughs> Got it. I said it. No. Um, so we're going to go ahead and talk about the uh, Democratic Party for the next two weeks. Um, I'm excited to talk about it tonight. I'm excited to talk about it next week with my guest Arista. And Wife of the Pod is also going to be there. She could have been here tonight, but she chose not to because she's, she's a little in bit... She's in the room. Right. Well, she's a little bit salty because the Texans didn't do as well as the Cowboys did. So. Maybe, maybe I should have my brother they on. They played against a harder opponent. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get over it. Once again, let's relax. Um, so <laughs> we would like—I would, I would like to start with uh, the uh, the new Democratic House was sworn in. Um, uh, Kirsten Cinema was sworn in on a law book in front of Mike Pence as the first openly bisexual uh, person in uh, the Senate. That's fucking awesome. So. Uh, the new Congress has some proposals. The Democratic House has a lot of proposals. I wanted to talk about um, those specific uh, th- those things and how they affect the Democratic Party going forward and if this is like a, a forward look to 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Democratic Party, uh, the uh, member, the new ne- members of the Democratic Party, po- uh, they propose things like um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, wanted the 70% tax on the wealthy uh, after they get like $10 million going forward. Um, there were two shutdown bills that were pa- that were uh, um, proposed by the Democrats. Uh, no wall funding in either of them. Um, there was an anti-corruption bill, which I honestly didn't look into as much as I should have, but I know that it has a bunch of um, voting, uh, a bunch of voting provisions, like um, being able to register voting easily, like online, and it makes it harder to purge uh, voter rolls um, for states that do that constant thing. And we also have DC statehood. So I wanted to just kind of like um, talk about is this a is this a good strategy for Democrats to kind of kind of throw the kitchen sink at it and see what what sticks? I like I would like to think it is simply because I think the next two years they realize that because they don't have the Senate, not a lot is going to get done. Right. Um, so I think that the game right now is let's throw as much as we can at the Republican Party um, in the Senate and basically hold their feet to the fire and say, right. you're not going to vote on this. You're going to uh, veto anything that we have uh, sent up to the Senate and basically 
get it on record as saying you're against right. voting rights, you are against DC statehood, you're against climate change, you're against this, that, and the other thing, and basically write your political ads for 2020. So literally, it's just like it's just like hey, like vulnerable people in 2020. That includes the president. That includes Susan Collins. Yep. We're gonna send you a bunch of shit, and Mitch McConnell's not gonna bring it up because he knows that. Um, bringing it up means they have to vote on it and they vote negatively. These things are popular, so Mm -hmm. it's not going to go well for you. Yeah, but I think a lot of this stuff is, like, stuff that we know that the Republicans are against anyway. And, uh, like, really, I don't think the voters, uh, Republican voters, care. Yeah, But the the Democratic House isn't trying to please Republican voters. Yeah, but I I just think that the idea that... um, doing stuff like this to show that the Republicans are voting against it, I don't think that... Um, anyone really cares about that. Um, like, it makes us feel good, because we know that, like, they don't support what we support. But I don't think that anyone outside of the Democratic Party, like, like gives well, a crap. Let's push into that a little bit. What do you, what do you think, um, is, are there, like, like, things that maybe we kind of, like, both sides agree on that you think could get passed? Oh, I or? don't think so. I don't think there's anything that both So what do you think that the... the... I, I do think it's a good strategy. Right. But I don't think that the idea that we need to, um force Republicans to vote no on stuff is um, uh, necessarily a good idea. I think one of the things that the main goal of between now and uh, 2020 is making sure the Republicans can't do anything worse. Like at least like being that um, that blockade that the Republicans have been for so long. Right. Um, and just holding out until 2020 and hopefully things change then. Rob, what about you? In regards to what? In regards to uh, the policies that the Democrats are pushing, uh, the House Democrats are pushing um, for uh, 2018 and beyond, or sorry, 2019 and beyond, and um, how that affects the Democrats in 2020. See, I go back and forth on this all the time because you could potentially, you know, put everything out there, like the Green New Deal. Republicans are just going to reject it. Right. And I think the Democrats, they potentially think, oh, we out, we're on like the, the the right side of history, right? And we think, oh, we have an upper hand. That traditionally never works. Republicans are never on the right side of history, right? So it's but, like it never works. But so, but I, I I understand that. However, this isn't about, and I, I want to make I want to make it clear that this is what I think. I don't know what specifically mm-hmm. the the whole of the uh, populist things. I don't think this is necessarily about. Um, trying to bring Republicans to our side. It is showing our side, including the non-voting part of our side, that we have their back in the specific areas and we want like, them, we want to show them that we are serious about the specific like, I feel like if they're already non-voting, they're just not going to care anyway. Because you, they already think that the government just doesn't care about their everyday needs. So shouldn't... So why would... Like why would they care? Well, shouldn't they ha- shouldn't they show that they care by passing the by, by passing things in the house that they do care about? The thing is, how do they have access to that information that they do care? If you're already apathetic about politics, you're not just gonna be like, oh, they passed this legislation that the Republicans rejected, so therefore, I'm going to side with Democrats. It's just they see it as gridlock. They see it as divided Congress. So it's just pointless for well, me to even vote. Can I can I kind of ask this question? Because um, I know that there are people on this pod that are a little bit way more to the left of center. Um, this guy, the host. Sorry, go ahead. 
I know that in the past there have been people that have complained about the Democrats not really having a party platform to run on, especially right. in 2020, um, and just this idea of well, you mean right? No, I mean 2020. Oh, 2020. Like yeah. this, okay. this idea of well, we're not Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's really kind of a weak. Oh, it's a position. it's a really weak stance. Yeah. Oh, we're I'm, not I'm wondering whether. Yeah, right. I'm wondering whether this we're is not the them. worst human being of all time. I yeah. really hope we can do that. <laughs> right. I mean, that's not a high bar. Let me yeah. <laughs> let me ask this though: Is this? Do we think this is the Democrats basically saying, "Okay, here is our platform. Right. We are for voting rights. We are for climate change. We are for this, 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 and this," and really kind of hammering home that this is what we're for. This is what the majority of Americans are for, and this is what the Republican Party is against. Against, yeah. I think it's. A, I think this is more just political theater than anything else, but it's effective. Yeah. But I feel like everyday Americans <clears throat> don't see that. Like they just need to see it physically, which is hard to, you know, produce. But see, but how? That's, but and that's, that's where I'm stuck because it's how do you even portray it to people who don't care? Well, you portray it by by pushing yeah. forward bills that show. But it, like I'm, I'm saying like. Everyday Americans don't know how to look that up. They don't care. They don't have time for that. Yeah, right. but what so it does. So how do you portray that to everyday Americans? Who what don't it have does time is it, it allows you to, to pre- present it in political advertising come twenty twenty. So when you're up for reelection, you can say, "Well, I voted for a bill that said this," or "I voted for a bill that says that." And, and Mitch McConnell didn't bring up for a vote. Well, but if you're running for re-election in the House, for example, right. you can say, oh, well, I voted for a gun control bill, or I voted for voting regulations, or I voted for protecting our democracy, as opposed to, yeah, I didn't really do anything. Right. Well, okay, so it's clear that Paul and I are obviously the uh, fucking um, <laughs> optimists of the group. So, yeah. so, Billy, Rob, what do you think we can do to kind of portray to um, the populace that you're trying to reach out to that we are trying that democrats are trying to do the things that we want them to do that i don't know because i i'm very pessimistic about this what one one of my (laughs) concerns is that i almost feel as though uh politics itself is in like some sort of like death spiral and oh. things are getting worse and okay. worse. <laughs> well, this got dark. Real. This got so, dark. Hang this on. I just wanted to point out, I did tell him um, earlier, if the Cowboys lost, I was going to give him just straight 15 minutes to talk about <laughs> yeah. how the earth is doomed. So, um, so thank you, Dak Prescott. For <laughs> thanks, bud. But you still get to go ahead. My apologies. Go ahead. Well, so, like, we're in these new, like, unprecedented times where... People need change in order to, um... Was that all alcohol? Yes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> what? God, guys, come Okay, so, so people need the, like, the people need the change and they need it now. Yeah. And any, people are becoming more and more disenfranchised with politics. Mm-hmm. And the, the Democrats have really bad messaging. I don't trust mm-hmm. the Democrats to, like... Take this, um, like, take the, these, like, stand, like with these bills that they're, pa- that they're they're passing and then the Republicans refuse to vote on. Right. I don't trust that the Democrats can turn that into, like, significant, like, um, attacks on Republicans. But why? They were able, but the Democrats with what they had in 2018 were able to convince a 
incredibly gerrymandered house that they were the better party. The Democrats were able to take um, significant Trump districts and say, they're trying to do this to your health care. They're trying to do this uh, to your livelihood. So they were able to do that. Why is it is it um, like impossible to believe that they can that the Democrats uh, going forward on a national level can say here are the things that we're for, here are the things that they're against. Well, one of my concerns with that is that one like generally it seems that um, the House seems to flip back and forth. Yeah. Uh, between pre- like. Uh, the, like the two years after like a new president is reelected. Well, not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily. So in twenty ten, the House was won overwhelmingly, uh, overwhelmingly by Republicans, and then they wrote the districts because every ten years there's a census year. Mm-hmm. So the Republicans, the Republicans wrote that district, and they've had the House until twenty eighteen. I I almost well, and going back to what um, Rob said was that um, the normal people don't see this, yeah. and so. What a lot of people may see is two years pass, nothing gets better, and once again they're promised the same promises. But like, if mm-hmm. if you if you don't understand politics, not not like criticizing these people for it because they just, as he said, they just don't have like the the time um, in their lives. I'm busy as shit, and yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not. I well, drink and do a podcast on the weekends. <laughs> um. But like the, these people, they um, they they voted for change again, and we can only hope that they will realize that change is more of a long term thing, and not like a short term like oh we didn't get what we want so we'll either lose interest. Paul, I'm gonna go to you in one second. I just wanted to uh, say something about that. What you said specifically. Once again, I don't think this is necessarily uh, aimed at people who. Uh, voted for Trump that we're trying to get back. I think it's I think it's a, a thing for people who didn't vote that we're like, this is what we're trying to do. And I agree, there needs to be a lot better. I agree wholeheartedly the Democratic Party is very bad at messaging. I loved Obama. He was fucking terrible at messaging. He couldn't tell people, hey, this healthcare bill that I did was actually kind of good for you. He couldn't do it. And I couldn't understand why. It's just because the Republicans are just so much better at like oh, they're at spinning the like thing. Well, that was my that was going to be my question to you was are you almost because I feel like we're we're sort of similar in the fact that we're almost envious of the Republicans and their ability to message. Oh yeah, everybody kind of behind a single like, I message. I feel like that's because they're more similar. What do you mean? Their voting block is just more similar. They're well, no, that, more no, they're not. People than the Democrats. The Democrats are like the umbrella. No, party. they're not. I no, mean, no, are, no. do you, do you seriously think that Jeb Bush and <laughs> Donald Trump are in this are under the same umbrella? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're not even on the same planet. But the voting population is more similar. I mean, between the, the Tea Party and and the the moderate Republicans, they couldn't be further apart. Well, just just like so the what you're Ocasio. Saying is Nancy Pelosi is just as similar as Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. No, I'm I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that Trump. the I'm saying that the Republicans do a better job. Of getting everybody behind right. red run, team, I, I, I deal with the population then, right, hand. Right. Well, hang on. I, I actually, I'm gonna go ahead and just because I, I get what Paul's saying. Paul is literally. I think he's right where it comes to. Um, I think you're absolutely right when it comes to they are differing. There, mm-hmm. I don't think that there are a lot of moderate Republicans anymore because the moderate Republican Party died. I don't know. I think Trump 
took it out to the woodshed and shot it in the face. But they're, they're, the moderate, moderate Republicans don't exist anymore. Or at least they really, like, kind of don't. Now they have, like, Bob Corker, Jeff Flake, the, the people who say bad We're things. They're on their way out. Who, the people who say bad things about the Trump administration and then vote with then, the Trump yeah, administration. But you know what? We're going to vote for you. But you know what, though? Again, at the end of the day... They talk a big game, right? And then they, they vote with the Trump, yeah. and right. then they back, but and the they Democrats back Trump. Whatever. Bow down to that. But all the, the, time. the thing is, with the Republicans, at least, um, they always, it, while they're so different, like as you said, Jeb Bush and Donald Trump, they still have similar end goals. The policy differences aren't that far. Yeah, yeah. that's like what I'm they're, they're, they're so yeah. the policy wise, it's like very a, similar. A, I, I see like a moderate but, Republican and someone on the far right. They share like so much in common. They share a lot it's of policies. More but the thing on is, the moderate Republican side. But the Democrats have the same policies, uh, policy standards as well. See? They have similar. The, Alexander, you brought up AOC. She, uh, I said AOC because I have been drinking, so I don't want to keep saying her name because I will fuck yeah. her. <laughs> but she backed uh, Nancy Pelosi as the Speaker of the House and said that her challengers, her challengers, were all you know right wing Democrats, like. They have similar policy uh, uh, situations. They believe in the same things. Do you, do you think that the Democrats are the victim of their own sort of success long term? Like long term, all of the Democratic policies are going to become eventually the right. popular. They're policies. just really. Bad. Do you, do you think that there's like? Because this is how I sort of feel. I feel like there's a lot of Democrats that are trying to jump the gun on a lot of policies that just aren't quite the majority yet. Aren't there yet. And if you give it time, they will be. Um, but that's their like number one priority as opposed to things that are in the here and now a majority population or a majority idea I that think, they could really capitalize I on. I think that's absolutely fair. However, there are some things that are quite important now that no, I agree. that Democrats really should step up and say this is really important right. now. I think that you're absolutely right, though. There are things that Democrats really want to push right now that if they do, uh, they will get locked off a of stage, which mm -hmm. is what they kind of... That's what happens with Democrats, where they, they're the progressive party. They're the party that's looking to, looking to the future and looking right. to try to uh, fix the problems of the future or the problems of now that affect the future. Right. And I think I think that when we go into the 2020 election, the legitimate issues versus the non-legitimate issues are going to be the real deciding factor. I think the legitimate issues are healthcare, jobs, and climate change. Those are going to be the three driving issues in the next mm -hmm. election. If we get hung up on what pronouns we're using when it comes to like transgender people, uh-oh. I mean, I, I hate to I hate to use that because I don't want to disparage that community because right. they definitely um, deserve to be be treated fairly and they've been really unjustly treated by but society. Maligned, and it, it is, and it's ridiculous. Having said that, however, it's one of those issues where I would hate for an issue like that to come to the forefront and define an election when there's so many other issues that are in the here and now a little bit more important. I get that and I will I will I wanna move to I wanna go to Rob real quick, but mm -hmm. I also wanna before I say that, say that I believe and I'm one of those weirdos that believe that the Democrats can walk and chew gum at the same time. Right. I think that they're able to push their specific policy, uh, their policy preferences, their ideas, while also not offending a large community in the American politics. No, I, I completely agree. I just I know that that's not an issue that'll win you Ohio, 
And that's I agree. not an issue that'll win you Michigan. That's and at true. the end of the day, you have to sort of But is is this happening? Is is this happening where the Democrats are choosing to favor this over Not in not policy? not in the last election, but in previous elections there have been little issues that I think have come to the forefront back Bar- in the in the two thousand Barack Obama did Barack Obama and Joe Biden in two thousand eight. Um, made sure to make it known on the debate stage that day they do not support gay marriage. Right. They made it very clear. Even, which even, was gross. Even, which was fucking right. gross. Even underneath, of course they did. Yes. But they, but oh, they, absolutely they, they did. So they just lied to everybody. Right. I don't even know about that. No, I, they did. I, they lied. They lied. I, no, no. They thought and this, it was popular. Yeah. Right. That, they thought it was popular to not say that they did, but they did, so they fucking lied. So, no, I I love, listen, I love Biden. I love Obama. They fucking lied in 2008 when they were running and they were like, no, we don't. Well, right. We've never said that we support gay marriage. They're fucking lying. Because if you don't say anything and you win... Uh, you know the House, the Senate, and the presidency. What you could end up do doing is on a Friday news dump pass a bill that you know requires there to be a, a non-gender specific bathroom in all federal buildings or something like that, and give tax breaks to companies that put you know non-gender specific bathrooms in, in buildings and pass some sort of transgender. You know, do it on a Friday news dump. It gets mm. swept under the rug, and then yeah. come Monday there's something well, else, and you've like, actually well, accomplished your goal. It's, it's like it doesn't hurt. Or, like, affect anyone for that, like, conservatives have passed that. Like, I don't see where they're coming from with that because, in reality, they're just trying to discriminate at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. And that's but all that's, they care about but, is, to like, to... But here's the thing. That will hit home with a handful of voters that are... That's right. I want family values. Yes. Family values. Yes. Yes. Do you yeah. still think that there are family values after Even a lot presence? of... Even yes. A lot. yes. Yeah. Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, I think it's one of those things where, uh... There, I agree with you. There really aren't. It's really just like they, they, the the evangelical voting block yeah. showed their true colors. Yeah, where they're like, we don't actually yeah. have. They're no they mores. They're no scruples. Then, so only right. a very select few, but it's I, that hardcore but, Trump approval rating. That so is that? Voting I think what block. it comes down to, though, at the end of the day, is the Republicans' main objective is win, winning elections, whereas the Democrats, there's a part of the party. That their objective is winning elections, and then there's another part of the party that is, you know, social justice and doing this, 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 and this, and accomplishing that. And they're very progressive, and I get that, and I applaud that, and I support all of it. But you're on the you're on the winning. But I, so but I you can't do like, that if you don't win elections. I get that. I see. I I like to believe that I'm on the side that's like I want to do what's right. Right. However. I get that I understand. I understand that I can't do what's right if we don't fucking win. Well, what yeah. it comes down to is there's not a liberal side to a history. There's not a conservative side to history. It's history. There's a right and a wrong side to history. Right. And that's what most people don't see. So I would like to go to Rob real quick. Um, but before I do that, I just want to hit you up with... Uh, I don't usually get to hear people talk about the Friday Night News dump. Uh, that's fucking dope. Oh fuck! Wait, wait, oh, man, wait, wait, wait! No, the no, Friday irrelevant. Night News dump. Irrelevant. irrelevant. That's wow. what I'm talking about. Wow, I got an air horn on alcoholics. For the Friday Night News dump, this... you're absolutely right. No one talks about the Friday Night News. That's amazing. That's insider bullshit. I love it. But, insider trader. So oh, Rob, so Rob, what is what is what you think that the shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I ever run away. 
Um, so, <laughs> so what is it that the, the, the House Democrats have to, because we don't, I mean, we have the Senate in the House, but Mitch McConnell is the leader of the Senate, so we don't get to do whatever we want to do. What is it that the House Democrats have to do that will uh, help 2020 candidates? What is it? What, what bill, like, what issue do they have to pick up and carry the baton for? I think it has to be, it has to go after education. Because mm-hmm. that affects you if you're conservative, liberal, or whatever you think you are. And if you go after student debt, student loans, okay. I feel like you went over, and, and it doesn't come across as if you're too radical or whatever they want to slander you as. So when, when someone says, forgive all student loans. So, so it does Anything come across as radical. I, this is a like a side anecdote. So you're trying to like the counter argue, like well, provide the counter argue. So, so I was a, I, I took my car in because um so, so my engine went start. So I take my car into the uh, to the shop the other week. Oh boy. And yeah, oh I'm boy. like standing outside, like waiting by my car, and like some like random old dude's like free stuff because I have the Bernie sticker still on the uh, oh. of my car. Yeah. He's like free stuff, and I like I I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't say anything at first. I like like glance over because I didn't know he was talking to me. He's like he like pointed to my car. He's like yeah, free stuff, right? And then I like kind of like realized what he, he was like talking about like hey mate you like free stuff eh? <laughs> and, and so it's it's like and he's like he's like yeah free stuff but it's like people like me have to pay for it and it's like hey dickhead people yeah, like he, me also pay for he it he never yeah. had to pay for anything well, probably it, this this guy like i don't know he didn't look like the kind of guy Is that like collar kind of guy he didn't look like the kind of guy that uh aoc is going to be taxing that like yeah yeah but aoc is taxing that's what they think AOC tax 70 percent. see that's that's i think that's a huge thing with the republican party yeah. or republican voters where they're like oh i am this close for to get i'm gonna get rich i'm gonna have 10 billion dollars and these democrats are gonna tax my shit you fucking i worked so hard to get skills out of high school yeah i deserve it like no no that's that's i agree that's that's what that mindset is where oh i'm gonna pay for it no you're fucking not they're not like aoc is not trying to tax me or you or you or you they're, she's trying. She's right, saying. Like she's saying, "Hey, if you make over ten million dollars, let's know, be all honest. Make ten million dollars. Let's right be honest. You don't fucking need hey, all that money. And it'd be it'd be super dope if you helped our fucking country build some roads or whatever. And the thing is, she didn't even give like a definitive policy position. This was like in a news interview with like Anderson Cooper. This well, was, no, didn't she propose a bill? She pro- she proposed oh, did, a bill. She did. Okay. Yeah, she proposed a bill. Okay, I was unaware. It's, it was called the uh, Give Me Friday, That. This called the Give Me That Money Act. <laughs> <laughs> was she dancing in the background? And we were all distracted uh, so by that. So unprofessional. And then she dumped it on How Friday. Nice on Shoes were? Oh my gosh! Listen, the- Rob, she was just dancing all over those, all over yeah, the sack. I had to work so hard for my, my <laughs> tax dollars. So now that we're here, we're gonna move on to uh, the right wing hate of AOC. Um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is, I believe, the youngest person to be 29. elected into the House of Representatives at the age of twenty nine. Um, by the way, guys, I'm twenty seven. And I think my birthday's after hers. And I will be eligible in 
2020. What di- so what district? That's PA what? PA, PA 11. 11. That's you. you have that's the mayor. Dan. That's Are Dan Muser. I am the mayor. I'm the mayor. I'm the mayor. Thank you. I'm the mayor. I'm the mayor. I'm the mayor. But yeah, no, I'm I'm the. Uh, yes, that's correct. Um, Dan Muser. Um, one billion percent. <laughs> I will fuck that dude up. No, I won't. Um, so so. Wow. <laughs> you, you fuck him up in a video game. Right. I met <laughs> yeah. I met I met in an election. It's family friendly. Some Call of Duty too. You know. <laughs> I'm not Scott Wagner. I'm not gonna yeah. step on his face with the golf. golf you know, golf I have some cleats. golf cleats down in the basement. Should I get them? The one percent has them. So you yeah, know, could you guys go get those? Percent. I will just straight wreck a dude. That's anyway, wait, wait, can we just focus on that for a little bit? What? Who? All right, in this room, who has made a threat that they will stomp on someone with golf cleats? First, I'm not, not the one most, percent. That's, that's the like most one percent threat I've ever heard. That's the most bougie threat. That's the most bourgeoisie threat I've I mean, ever heard. I mean, I've like said, I've heard a lot of ratchet things. That well, let me tell I've you never even thought of that. Let me tell you something, Nigel. I run him over my golf cart. I swear. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Where's your air harmony? I'll run. <laughs> right. I saw you. Yeah, I can't pull it out fast enough. What are you going yes. to s- chuck I, a few Titleists at him or something? Let me tell like? you something. Let me tell you something. I will hit him off with all the crepes on earth. <laughs> Um, my estate. <laughs> so, so uh, the right wing has an obsession with Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, um, the, uh, the socialist. New, you mean the Can new I... the new socialist elected in New York who defeated the soon to be Speaker of the House Joe Crowley, um, who even though Alexandria freaked the fuck out, he kind of walked out and was fine with it. But, um, he so. The right wing is just losing their mind over it. So I, I want to go, and I'm going to go first to Billy. Uh, what is their problem? Is it that she's a woman or that she's 29 or is it both? Go ahead. Um, well, it, it's, it goes, it, those are the two things that are included in it, but I think it also goes beyond it. So one of like the big um, ways that the right gets their talking points is because uh, wealth inherently moves to the right like wealthy people inherently move to the right they do that's true uh, Mm. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez like contests like the wealth these people have through like the the higher tax rates that she suggests Mm -hmm. so uh, all these wealthy people they all fund like think tanks because Mm -hmm. yeah because you you want to keep your money if you have it yeah so um, well, because it was earned. And through think tanks, they use, like, st- uh, media stations like Fox News. And it's, like, that's where a lot of these people are getting their, like, opinions from. Mm-hmm. And so it, it like, the, the, the these ideas, they trickle down from, like, the wealthy Ooh, people trickle at the top. Down. down to, like, the, the down to people through um, think tanks to Fox News. And then it, to people. So now these people have been, like, fed these ideas Right of of like hating. Um, it's AMC. an attack on their livelihood. That's what. Yeah, it, right. it, it's attack. Yeah, it's an attack on their livelihood, and those these are the people who control the narrative. Right. Okay. And that's the thing well, is like, like if your like mom or dad dies, that wealth goes to you. And it right. Stays within and there family. shouldn't be any sort of inheritance yeah. tax taking that away from you. Mm-hmm. No, even if it's a very mo- a minuscule tax, you should still get. I want all ten billion. Of like my I've seen a lot of documentaries, especially in like Texas or like the South, that it was their main focus to vote for Trump. They only cared about the estate or death taxes, like the Republicans like to declare mm-hmm. it as. Yeah, and that was their sole main focus. It wasn't just about abortion; it was the death tax. 
See, I think there's a different fear when it comes to AOC. And I, I think that the fear of the Republican Party and their obsession on Fox News is they've been fearing for a long time this, you know, idea that eventually the minorities in this country will be the majority. Eventually, millennials... Right, but wait, let's be clear. The minorities combined will be the majority. Yeah. Correct. There will not be yeah. one minority. Correct. The whites are now the minority of those minorities. Uh, right, right. right. The They'll still be the plural. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> but I, I think that there's this steady move leftward that eventually the 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 shoe's gonna drop, and when you know minorities in this country are the majority, when millennials are more so in power, and we start to see baby boomers dying off and the World War II generation completely gone, mm-hmm. you are going to see a dramatic push leftward. As long as people vote and they have candidates that they relate to, that are good on social media, mm. that are photogenic, that are great on TV, and that really speak to that group of people. I yeah. think when you do that, which Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is, it's a perfect storm and it mm-hmm. basically spells the end to the Republican Party yeah. as we know it. It spells the end to... Well, they have they'll, to have, they'll have to. They they'll have, have to shift left to survive. Yeah. They'll have to. But right now, that's, that's not something that... Right that's now, that's something they're voting exactly. block because, is going to yeah. want to do. Because it's the, like gay rights. The it's, age... Sorry, I was... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you can go. No, I was going to say, the age group for, for the uh, Ocasio-Cortez voters and fans and, right. and supporters, they're they're not the ones, unfortunately, they're not the ones who are always coming out right. to vote. The people who love Mitch McConnell, they're in yeah. right. They're coming out to vote all the time. Go ahead. Wait. Go ahead, Billy. Dirty What I was going to say was... um. The Republicans already do move further left, so with things such as um, gay rights, uh, a lot of Republicans aren't even openly anti-gay anymore. No, no, yeah, no. that's absolutely, that's absolutely true. Because they don't do that. Yeah, now now that it's well, now that it's become like the way things are, mm-hmm. it's almost like the conservative like position to like you know. Yeah, can I just real quick? Um, can we, but for one, like, whole... And I know this is the Democratic week. I'm sorry, we're doing Democratic for two weeks. However, can we just take a moment to realize, guys, how fucking weird was it that Rick Santorum was running for president <laughs> and Trump. got kind of close? Because hey, it's Iowa's first. It's, you have to yeah. be, like, the super far right first, well, super conservative. Think about think about how Iowa runs their election. They run a caucus. Oh, so so oh, for wait, Rain no, 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 no. Hold this. Do, like, Hold this. Yeah, I know you fucking do. <laughs> yeah. Hold this. <laughs> In 20... Wait, hang on. Wait, we will get to this. We will get to this. Let's not it's do this so right funny. now. We will literally get to this. I'm not kidding. Okay. That no. is a fucking thing I want to talk about because I'm so... Fucking mad about it. Okay, I'll, I'll hold my point then. Hold your point. Hold your point. But but the right wing, uh, literally, they see um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez as a threat. Which, I think that she will be a threat. I think that currently she is a congressperson from New York that is going to propose bills that... In a very not... liberal district. Right, in a liberal district that was like, you know what, we're done with Joe Crowley, we want this this right. cool lady, she's cool as shit, she dances all the time. <laughs> like So radical. Well, so I, radical. I, I think the Republican Party is especially afraid of her because, you know, Billy makes a great point. They will eventually have to move left. Yes, they absolutely right. have to. But I would love to see them I, start doing. It. I would say and they did. You're right. You're right. They did. Go ahead. I would say that their biggest fear would be 
moving so far leftward that eventually they lose that evangelical vote, the religious they right. Can't. No, because those people they don't can't. Care. They don't. Care. They don't care. They voted for yeah, see, see, they right there. Care. They voted for Donald Trump. They do not give a shit a about betrayal, your morals or about your. As long as you say that life begins at conception, they do right. not give a shit. But how far how far left Republican. is too left though? Well, so uh, one of the things I think like the evangelical wing um, supports um, is they see um, like power as being like a good thing. Mm-hmm. So they, they like, and that's how the Republicans really portray themselves as like the, the strong, um, as opposed to like Democrats who is who are more of like a unity of like the weak. They're gross. Right. <laughs> Sorry. It's like because generally you have like more minorities on like yeah. the the Democratic side. It's a big tent. Yeah. It's it's like a tent for like the weaker people in right. a, in a sense. For the people, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I still saying. think I saying. though that as long as you know the party is run by the Trumps of the world, there's still that hope for the evangelicals that eventually Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. But if you have well, the, if you have a party that's run by the the Ben Sasses of the world. There, that'll never happen. The idea that that no, will get no, overturned. No, I don't no. know. Remember, uh, no. So I, 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 I'm so I do apologize for sounding super rude, but no, that's, no, 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 that's fine. No, uh, one, fuck Ben Sass. Let's stop with this nonsense <laughs> that there are. Oh well, guys, there are conservatives that have good ideas that are not trying to fuck us. What what did Ben Sass? What, what did Ben Sass vote on Brett Kavanaugh? Oh, he voted yes. Absolutely. So fuck Ben Sass. Absolutely to... not. I, I, there are no conservatives on the other side. There are no conservatives that will say out loud, "Yeah, the shit we're doing is fucking bonkers." Maybe, and we maybe do that it. are still in government. You mean? Because uh, I, I would, I would argue that a guy like Charlie Dent, for example, would be a conservative that sort of, kind of gets it, and that's why he left. Where the fuck has Charlie Dent been? He's out. He's out. Christine, Christine Todd Whitman, well, the former governor of New Jersey, was like, yeah, things aren't great. <laughs> like, like, wow. yeah. Well, if you, you want to know, you, he, li- he your... lives in Allentown. You can go ask him. Just I drive really... 20 minutes. It's, you know, go oh, find him. I, I know some people. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy who he knows, knows Charlie, Charlie Dent. <laughs> and you can go talk to that motherfucker right now. I'll... Can Charlie Dent come on this fucking podcast? Because actually, I, I know a guy who knows a guy <laughs> who's related. Wait, to Charlie we're about Dent. to find out. Rob <laughs> is Charlie Dent. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler: Speed dial. Right no, here. I just, I just. There's no like Republicans tend to only speak up either a in private or right. b after they're gone. So I, I think that a lot of this, especially with the evangelicals, actually it wraps like back into like the AOC thing, mm-hmm. where a lot of the um, evangelical thought leaders, they're all rich people. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. they're all rich people. They want to be Republican. We're talking about Jerry well, Falwell? What's he up to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean well, Billy, Jerry Falwell they want to Jr. Their, Sorry, Jerry Falwell They want to keep all their money. Running that it's, weird... Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, Billy, look at all the people that own the mega churches. Do yeah, you think they're, yeah. they're Joel you know, on food stamps yeah, or yeah. anything? Yeah, what's Joel Austin? <laughs> yeah, he, he helped save Houston with the hurricane. Just yeah. don't Just, come... <laughs> you can't stand my church. And J.J. Yeah. Watt Don't stand my church. Literally everything I teach against on every Sunday. I'm gross. It's it's like the same thing where it's like we ask like how far left can the Republicans move where the um, evangelicals will still support them as long as Republicans are 
more so lenient on rich people, mm -hmm. the evangelicals will always support them because the thought leaders will always see as it being more beneficial Absolutely. to support the Republicans. I agree that wholeheartedly. The, the, Dem the Democratic Party will never win over evangelicals because we can't. Because we don't give um, the incentives that the Republicans get. Yeah. We right. don't. We're like, hey, we kind of actually do want to tax mega churches if that's cool and they're they're like don't fuck don't yeah. stop looking at me war on the christians this is a war this is a war on christmas yeah. happy holidays stop saying happy holidays give me my goddamn starbucks cup and I'm like god war on christmas yeah. Literally, they're the, just the worst. Well, I mean, I mean, it's it's like the people that when I was growing up, you'd walk out of church, you know, because I was raised Catholic. You'd walk into church, and a couple weeks before the election, there was always flyers on your your car in the parking lot. Right. That that shouldn't happen. Yeah, not abortion. That well, hang happen. on. Now, hang on. How do you, do you know that church leaders did it? No, but there you go. You can't. Hey, let he. Who was without sin cast the first <laughs> stone. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare start judging the church leaders. I just think it was funny that they had a giant <laughs> puppet. I just I just think it was funny they had a giant smiling picture of Donald Trump and Mike Pence on the front talking about their record on abortion the week after Donald Trump talked about, you know, grabbing female genitalia. And that week's homily was about honoring your wife. Paul, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to be like... <laughs> just, yeah, just throwing that yeah, out there. You know? First, of all, we could go down. first of all, that's great. Paul, also, I'm going to say... Uh, he meant to say grabbing pussy. Uh, the President of the United States said... Um, not, not your words. His words. His words. words, his words um, quote, grab him by the pussy. Unquote. Well, you can do that when you're famous, right? Right. That's yeah. what he said. Yes. Yeah. You can do that when you're famous. That'll be he, cool. That'll be he, cool to see in a history book someday. Well, you know? Listen, I'm stoked to see when they're they're like, what what highlights do they have about 45? And he said, uh, "quote I moved on her like a bitch." <laughs> Unquote. Well, I think Donald Trump is going to be remembered well. I agree. <laughs> I think the way yeah. when Donald Trump dies, if he's out of office, people people will. Like, yes. people will. Like, even, like, Look moderate at Democrats. Bush. See, I was, at I, think, I was like, yeah, this I, is a joke. I think, like, no, it's I not think, a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely believe that moderate Democrats yes. will. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. I Let, all right, let's say it's Donald Trump passed oh, away 15 yes. years from now. Yeah. If Nancy Pelosi is still somehow alive, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> and she will be like, I am not shocked. And I'm not, what was the word that she used? With uh, Mattis, I'm not shaken that Donald Trump has passed away, or I'm not sorry. I'm Wait, I'm sorry. Crying. Wait, that doesn't sound like she's sad about. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. Are we? Wait, 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 wait. And Billy, I gotta push back. What the fuck did you say? You think that Democrats are gonna be like? Yes, look at you know what? Stop. He'll, he's kind of a good guy. George, George H. W. Bush. George W. Bush. George yes. H. John McCain. John McCain. Hang on, hang on, right. stop. George H. W. Bush was a quiet monster. Oh, George a, a monster is your key word that you're kind of not portraying um, right now. Nope, I'm I'm doing the one that I'm uh, quiet. Uh -oh. He was a quiet monster. Was a quiet Trump monster is a loud monster. Of people. 
um, George W. Bush is for real fucking crazy and a monster, but he keeps giving mm. Michelle Dick Obama Cheney candy, so monster. we're dope. Sorry, it's all cute. It's all good. Like, the, the Democrats don't need to care. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, no, they do it need to. It doesn't matter that he killed hundreds of thousands of people. Listen, it's all right. Listen, all you want to get, get people really upset at George W. Bush, just show them their retirement savings pre-2008 and post-2008. Show them his weird... That'll, his, that'll change their Show them his weird, terrible fast. paint. <laughs> That'll change their opinion. And then they'll be like, to ride the waves. man, this guy's not Banksy. I'm done. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, tell my parents to ride the wave when they lost a quarter of their retirement savings in the 2008 crash. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were real digging that. Every 10 years. Look out. Yeah, it's real dope. I, I, can, I can guarantee they don't miss George W. Bush one bit. No. No. I, also, for 2020, we yeah. can only hope. No the, wait, the coming financial crisis, the the it's, slowly it's lurching happen. financial crisis. It doesn't so, happen until after the election. So we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna move on real quick. We're gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> though, though, holy shit! The fact that you think that Democrats are gonna fondly remember Trump, they will not. Even if they do, they won't publicly say it. Are you fucking kidding? I mean, whenever they will like an okay speech, like how presidential. Of oh him. no, yeah. no demo, no Democrats. Literally zero. Uh, I mean, Morning Joe. He's a Republican. <laughs> Morning Joe was a he, fucking. He's a radical. He was Republican. a former. No, he was a former Republican congressman. Like what are you, years ago. What are you talking about? It's jokes. Train. Calm down. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm actually super. <laughs> you need I'm, to calm down. Let me, hang on, guys. I gotta give you. Yo, no. Oof. Woo! Uh, triggers snow. I, I, I wasn't joking. I got real hot. <laughs> I got real hot. Oh, no. I know this motherfucker. Anyway. All right, we're gonna go. I'm just here to work you up, and Billy's here to, like, shut you down. Bill, well, you're there to work me up, and then Billy's like, Billy's like, no, I believe everything I, I'm said. in your corner, Trey. Thanks, Don. I got you. So, I'm in no one's corner. I know that. I found <laughs> that out, like, pretty early into this podcast. Yeah. So, um, before we... Uh, so, we're going to quick go to the weird schism that's in the Democratic Party right now. Um, which, it's not weird when you look into it, but it's weird on the surface. Um, there is a uh, battle between uh, Beto O'Rourke supporters and Bernie Sanders supporters. Um, Beto O'Rourke uh, is a up-and-coming star in the, in the Democratic Party. He is quite popular. He has... Um, it, he did very well in a, an election where he lost to Ted Cruz, the Zodiac killer. I'm kidding. And he, um, like he did quite well and honestly better than Democrats since like Ann Richards in a, in a statewide election, um, which she won. And I think I honestly, if, if I'm going to be honest, I think the ghost of Ann Richards could have beaten Ted Cruz. But anyway, um, so the, uh, on Twitter, if you look, uh, the, uh, bait, the, Bernie Sanders' wing of the Democratic Party is fucking livid that Beto is getting all of this press and all of this attention. And I'm trying to figure out what is the problem. I mean, I'm not a huge, like, I, I'm not a huge Beto guy. I think that there are uh, more... You don't bet on Beto? No, Arista, I don't. <laughs> I think yeah, that there are... for him. <laughs> I know. I think that there My are... Dude. I think that there are more... Double um, down, Train. Double down. I think that there are more um, experienced candidates. I think there are candidates that have positions closer to mine. Uh, but I would like to know what the schism is. So, Billy, do you have... So, um, to go back earlier to what um, Paul said, he gave three things that we need for our 2020 candidate. They need to be 
Um, Bears, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Absolutely. It, well, it's six things. Then. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, so they needed a strong stance on single payer healthcare. Yeah. They needed strong stances on um, like doing something about the climate mm-hmm. and uh, strong stances on uh, jobs. Um, so for starters, we'll start with uh, Medicare for All. Beto refuses to um, give his stance on Medicare for All. We can oh, since and since he refuses to give his stance, all we can look at is his voting record. Right. When Bernie Sanders proposed the bill for Medicare for All, uh, Beto O'Rourke voted or did not. Um, he refused to uh, like Wait, sponsor it. Stop. That can't be true because Beto O'Rourke was in the House. Yeah. And but they were Sanders looking for in sponsors. The Senate. They were looking for sponsors on the Sanders in the Senate. They don't. They don't sponsor. Cro- they don't cross uh, legislative sponsor. Hmm. So it's, Beto, it's the idea. Like Bernie Sanders proposed it. Oh, Beto Rook never. Okay, he never. He didn't endorse it out loud. Yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. endorse Just it. Beto, yeah, he can't. He can't sponsor the bill. Yeah, yeah, he's he, not he, in the endorse, house. Endorse would be the, the, the yeah. term. I gotcha. Um, My bad. I was yeah, trying to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he refused to endorse that bill, mm-hmm. which many others in the house did. Um, mm-hmm. He also uh, and um, he also refused to endorse the bills. Uh, proposed about climate change right not climate change um free college there Uh, we go okay with climate change he hasn't really given a strong stance on what he thinks he just came out with something well hang on yes but how long ago did he come out with it one day ago okay go ahead no you go ahead because this is one fucking so but like this is this would be good for the conversation because i don't know what yeah i was unaware of that i don't think this is Anything Billy, I don't think you should be aware of something that just happened a fucking day ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, all I know do you, do you about, to, well, real quick, a, a quote from um, Better O'Rourke is he referred to oil and uh, the well the uh, fact that we have to choose between oil and gas and renewable energy as a false choice. Um, we can do both. Yeah, but I mean, can we really? <laughs> we need to. We need to make some pretty big changes. I, agree. I, I don't know. I don't know if we can do both, but. <laughs> Because we need to, like, don't we need to, like, pretty much be, like, carbon neutral by 2050? I see what you're you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I I, I don't think that is a false choice. I think it is a really big choice. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think... Well, hang on. Wait, wait. Before Paul, before you go. Rob, what do you have? All right. So there's this post from uh, Huffington Post. Mm -hmm. So Beto O'Rourke is, quote, supportive of the concept of a Green New Deal. Ooh, I so love concepts. Was, let's, yeah, so it's yeah. funny because let's Bernie Sanders. Concepts. Bernie Sanders came up with the early concepts of a Green New Deal in t- 2012. Yep. Where you know, I don't know where Beto was on this, but as he is now progressing towards a presidential election, farther than a concept. Yeah. So to say that, like, um. He agrees with the concept. Are we past that point yeah. now? So he's the latest potential 2020 presidential candidate to get behind a Green New Deal. Him and Elizabeth Warren are now on a potential route to endorse this ideal uh, that was presented by AOC. And that's the thing that I kind of get wary about is that now that he's sort of making himself presidential, he's trying to make himself into an actual liberal or... Oh, fuck off! What? No, wait, 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 stop! Bernie Sanders tried to make himself into an actual Democrat. What are you talking about? Well, what do you mean Democrat? Bernie Sanders was an independent. He's not a Democrat. Yeah. He's still not a Democrat. Is that, is that a bad thing? Yes. So you, is, wait, 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 wait. So is 
better than a Democrat then, just because he says, like, on his voter registration, he's a Democrat. Right. Yeah. Wait, but no. he doesn't even vote for hey. Democratic ideals? He's is that what you're saying? He's from Texas. Wait, stop. He, no, 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 no. He is from El Paso, one of the most liberal parts of America. And yet he still does no. not vote for and he El Paso in the most liberal no, parts of America. No. Okay, let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. Um, because it seems like you're saying that Beto O'Rourke is kind of just kind of utilizing the you the word Democrat while not uh, not recognizing democratic ideals. Is that right? Honestly, you're trying to not walk into a trap that I'm setting, which no. I am. Uh, or are you not recognizing the trap that I'm setting for you right now? No, I'm not. Um, did, <laughs> didn't didn't Bernie Sanders kind of just like say no, it's not about Bernie Sanders? I'm, you didn't ask. I'm, I'm, you didn't I'm let me ask my question. Let me ask the question. You didn't, let me, question. Saying, you didn't go, let me ask go. my question, and I'm the host of the podcast. Yo, so hey, I'm not like the wife of the pod. Go take a walk. <laughs> you want me to go take a walk <laughs> right now? Go to time I can out. call you something right now whoa, that whoa. you won't like. The my, the wife of the pod <laughs> calls me the wife of the pod calls me a bitch constantly, like. During podcast, she just straight yeah, calls me like a bitch, and I'm like, times. I'm like, what just happened? Uh, so, thank I would like to thank everybody else that's on the pod for not calling me a bitch once. I agree. I'm I'm really stoked on that. <laughs> but all right, what's your what's your question? Didn't Bernie Sanders latch on to the uh, Democratic Party so that he can gain notoriety? Well, yeah, what what if what happens when he? Don't... You didn't answer the question. You are now not I answering said the question. Yes. No, you did not. You yeah, said you immediately... Re- replay it. Replay it. He said yes. He did say yes. I okay. can confirm I was yes. about to stop. Yes. And, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I just, okay, go ahead. So what happens in the government sense if you do not get behind one of the two major party systems? You don't win. No, you don't get funding. That is the sole reason why. That's but why I thought he doesn't want, why. he wants He wants funding from, from uh, just normal people. He doesn't want, if you don't get behind one of these, yeah. po- if you don't get behind one of these, uh, one of these candidates, uh, sorry, one of these major parties, you don't get funding from large corporations, large entities. It's not. He, it's, he only wants funding from, from normal people. Is that right? Is. Yes, yes or no? right. So, the thing is, so what, what is he, what the what government he, does not talk about is the government funds these candidates. Yeah. The it's D, not just from well, the Well, the DNC does. The DNC does, yeah, which is a private yeah. group. The DNC is yeah, a okay, private group. Yeah, I'll say that then. But, well, well. I mean, All right, so you didn't say stop, we'll you say that. Stop Wait, harping stop. on Sanders, and let me just talk about Beto for a second. Okay, go ahead. I'd love to so hear what you want. Beto say. is now supportive of this concept. So, what do you think about that? Now he's supportive of this concept, sort of back to Billy's point of view in regards to green renewable energies. I think that Beto O'Rourke is changing with the times. I think that Beto O'Rourke is... Uh, this is all I wanted to say. <laughs> and you're like trying to jam well, you up about me, Sanders. I'm not trying to jam you up. I'm just... Wanted you I'm like trying to be in the corner. I'm like, can I, I wanted can you to be I, honest about Sanders. Can I ask you something? Do you think Beto O'Rourke entered politics simply to be the representative of El Paso? Or did he have yes. his eyes set on bigger things? I think it was more so El Paso. That's he, it. Wait, that was the he end of it. He came his... in. He's like, guys, I love El Paso. All right, so and I, I will just never be the last man on it forever. Back six years ago, do I you w- think Beto eyes his prize on the White House? Every politician no, is, no. eyes their eyes on the. I don't White think. House. That, whoa, hang on. I'm, Not in I, Texas. I'll go ahead and say I don't think necessarily he just had his eyes on the White House. He might have had his eyes on the Texas governor mansion. I don't think, I think that's more realistic. Than right, but you just said, wait, stop. Doesn't you just matter. said he's only for El Paso. All right. Oh, wow. About? You got me in the only atmosphere. Right. Is it only El Paso or is it the White House? Fine. That's what you just asked. No, Fine. I did yeah, not. Yeah, you did. 
You no, that's not true. Right, Fine. Let me ask you this: Did he have eyes for any office bigger than the House uh, from El Paso, the House District? From the El District Paso? of El Paso. If anything, it must be the Senate. If, or it's the governor. All right, time out then. Time out <laughs> because. You can't harp on him for not being an uber liberal in an uber liberal district because if he has eyes on being the senator of, te- of Texas, right. if so he has eyes on being the governor of Texas, he has to be a moderate Democrat. Then, he has to say so things that aren't going to come back to bite him. President. Oh wait, stop! I just want to point out: Am I fucking? But am I defending Beto O'Rourke yes, right you now? Are. Arista, yeah. this is your show. Well, oh God. Well, Arista, hope you're stoked on the next podcast <laughs> where I have to eat all the words I just said. Yeah. Go ahead. Me and Arista will welcome you to the team with open arms. I'm oh, not man. on the oh, goddamn team. So your point is he has his eyes on on what? The governorship or he has, I'm not necessarily so he should be conservative. If you're right? asking me if he's sp- No, he if you're asking say me something Texas. that will come back to bite him when he's running against a Republican in Texas. Right. The, if, one of the reddest states in America exactly. that is slowly turning purple. But the thing is you're a House of Representative in El Paso. And which if you want to It's not stop. like traditional Texas. But stop. Wait. But, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let me do. This. Because because you're you're saying this as if like he, if he's a, if you're saying that in the way that you're saying that, he's already won the primary. He's able to be a guy who is able to say, who has ambitions further uh, than just this district in El Paso. He's able to say, I look, I agree with some liberal policies, but I also agree with some conservative policies. He's doing that to further himself, just the same way that Obama so did more to of further like a centrist. Not necessarily. I think so, he's a I think he's a center left guy. I think so he's a center left guy. So your point of view is he's getting elected to the House of Representative, thinking about what the future. In, I think that I think that so, most politicians get elected to think so, about the future. So he should sort of counter both sides, right? I think that if he yeah. if his so when you, you're I, go, I, go. you are not letting me answer go, any questions. Go, go. I think that if he is trying to get elected to a different office, then it makes sense that he is thinking about the idea, okay, I'm in Texas, I can't just straight go right wing, mm-hmm. uh, right wing or left wing. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Democrat, I have to do the Democratic things, however, there are things in Texas that are more right wing that people are fans of. I do like that, uh, that Beto O'Rourke stood up and said... Listen, the people who are protesting the NFL are protesting for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. he had those things. He had those specific things that... That's where I agree. Like, he brings those two groups together. Right. I thought that was but a very he is a center, moment. He, yeah. but, he's a, but he's a center-right guy, and the left is not stoked about it. Is that not right? So then what's right? Your, your view on him getting to the White House? How is he going to win over, like... That's a Democrats. See, very, that's a good question. Very easily, he'll win over the Trump, the Obama Trump voters. Mm. So conservative. There we go, and that's where we differ. I don't know if you can win over Obama Trump voters. I do. I and, do, I disagree. I think if you if you, I think if you speak their language, I think that there's a there's there would be enough for you to win Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. If you if you present to them this idea of I'm going to bring green jobs back to this town specifically, stand in front of a factory and say I will reopen this factory, I think Better Work does that. I really do. Billy, what do you got? I, I like I don't know what 
can be done. <laughs> because, <laughs> I, I, for example, like opening up the factories, I almost feel like the, the like the, a lot of the factories in like Michigan and places like that, they're they're, they're like they're like the artifacts of like a past era. Uh, the factories that are making things like steel or cars or whatever, they'll never open again. Yeah, but what you what? Have, you, Wait, we live in Pennsylvania. Steel's done. You want to drive over to Bethlehem? I can no. show you a, a steel factory that's I was, been gone for about 20 hey, some years. Guys, I was, uh, I was playing a game called Be a Surprised Person About <laughs> Steel Going Away. Uh, the game's over. Paul saw that real fast. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. It, it, I just don't... Well, so, for one thing about uh, going back to like what you guys were ar- just arguing about... Oh my god. I, I, so, I almost feel like um, one of the things that I like to see in a candidate... Is that um, their ambition isn't for like um, where what like seat they want to have like yeah I, I, I well, like Bernie he didn't want to be the president he had to be the president so I uh, so I'm not ta- I'm not even talking about Bernie Sanders because I don't even know if I necessarily want Bernie Sanders to run you did Doug yeah yeah in 2016 yeah, you in did 2016 like not too long ago uh, yeah a few hours three, ago three three years. <laughs> Three years is a long time in politics. Yeah, wait, it's stop. a long no, time. Wait, hang on, stop. No, not three years. We actually did talk about this, and you did want him to run yeah. three hours ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow, well, yeah. So, so Got him. one of the things is that I don't want a candidate who says things just because they think they're popular. That's because fair. Because I, I, even though I, like, I agree with what a, a lot of what... Uh, better O'Rourke is coming out saying like if mm-hmm. he's coming out and, like supporting the Green New Deal right my worry then is what if support shifts back away from that will, will he, he will he change his opinion based on what people like can I yeah. say something incredibly cynical yes please there ain't a single politician in the world that is going to satisfy you then. Yeah, it, to be it's, to be completely that's they're, unfortunately they're, true. They're, that that's their that's their mo. That's their job is to say things that are popular and hopefully get reelected. I mean, I, yeah, that's Can the I? sad truth. <laughs> Sadiq Khan, he's the man. I want him to be the leader of the, the Labour Party in the UK, and uh, he's the fucking shit. Um, I don't like Jeremy Corbyn. Um, I, that's a whole Jeremy Corbyn is. My daddy. So what? Jimmy Corbin is the worst. First of all, he has no idea what's going on at all. Yeah, he's he's like the best. So what are you talking about? <laughs> It's just us now. <laughs> Everyone left. It's just us talking about Jeremy Corbin. Um. Okay, let's leave it. We're gonna yeah, let, let's not add two hours into the. Let's, ask, let's not add two more hours. But I do. I do want to ask. Uh, so. Um, there is a Bernie versus Beto rift. Are you a part of that rift? And Billy, this is a question to you. Billy, are you a part of that rift? And are you on the Bernie uh, side of the rift? Or, or is there like a way that Beto can smooth you over? I'm, I am on the Bernie side of the rift. All right. There's a rift and he's on the side. Cause, um, one of the things that I support in a candidate. Yeah. Um, so we have like the ends and the means. Right. Um, I want a candidate whose ends fall in line with what, who fall similar to in line with what I want. Right. Rather than um, someone who adopts, like, positions. Who adopts the means to get the ends. Well, so... Who adopts the green policy. So th- this is, uh, this is, um, I guess we'll talk about this later when we talk about, like, Elizabeth Warren, but 
people t- people compare her like voting record to Bernie Sanders, but I have like a big uh, disagreement on that. Are you fucking? Oh my god! We'll, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. wait. No, 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 no. Talk about it now. We'll wait. Curious. All right. No, actually, yeah. Real quick, because we're gonna just real quick. Go okay. Ahead. Okay. So, uh, what's your problem with Liz Warren, dog? So while yes, you looking to fight, fam? So while yes, I do see um, <laughs> a lot of similar voting patterns with her and Bernie Sanders. Right. I think her and Bernie Sanders vote that way for different reasons. I feel like Elizabeth Warren is a um, she's more of, like, a reformist, I want to say. She wants to, like, put, like, the the, re- the reforms in place. But a lot of them end up being stuff like, um, things that can easily be undone, you know what I mean? It, she, her end goal is not the same end goal that I have in mind. What's your end goal? What, <laughs> what is your end goal? Ugh, it's not perfect for the podcast. No, I would love to hear it for the podcast. Uh, everyone go walks away. <laughs> everyone left. What's, what is your end goal? Like, what do you think that she wants that Bernie doesn't want that you want that Bernie wants? It, it, like, the issue is actually, so in reality, they would both have probably have the same result. Because <laughs> I, I don't think Bernie Sanders has it in him to, like, the you know. The fuck? <laughs> you know. What? Burn it all down? Um, yeah. Gun down. Feel the burn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Burn it all down. All right. Gotcha. So we're going to go ahead and uh, end this on um, the thing I've been doing for a lot of these previous podcasts, which is the, the 2020 talk, um, and this is for Democrats only. Uh, Republicans know who they have. He is a, you know, weird megalomaniac. So find, we have to figure out Twitter. Wait, that's a weird way to refer to John Kasich. I know, right? <laughs> he I is know. president of the convention. He does have friends. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and focus on um, the 2020 candidates. So I would like to, um, I'm going to start with Paul. Uh, Paul, I'm going to ask you, do you have a 2020 preference? And if you like, if you do, who is it? Why? If you don't, do you have someone who you're like, do not fucking run? And if you, who is that person? So go ahead. So I have a lot of people that that just satisfy all of those different things. Yeah. I have I have three that, that right now are my favorites. If who you, you got? If you want to say that, I think it's a combination of Cory Booker, uh, who I absolutely love. Batman. Yeah. It literally runs into buildings and saves people. Literally saves um, women from buildings, Batman. Go ahead. But not yeah. the I do. zero companies. Oh my god, here we go. Um, Beto. Please eat several dicks. Go ahead. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke. Uh, big fan of his. Uh-huh. And and I do like um, Amy Klobuchar. Klobuchar, yeah. Klobuchar. You're good. Because I think... Minnesota! He doesn't want Medicare for all. That's what he doesn't want. Because I, I think that... that you gotta win back the Midwest. You absolutely have to. Yeah. I would vote. I would definitely vote for Bernie if he were the the um, if he were the candidate. Mm, I would have reservations. I mean, to be honest, I'll vote for anybody with a D next to their name <laughs> yeah. that is running against Donald Trump. That's fair. I do not want Hillary Clinton. I do not want Joe Biden. I do not want anybody that is establishment that is over the age of 65. Okay. There is one Hang name, on. there's one name though that that hasn't been mentioned and if she decides to run, we'll get my vote 100 times over and that is Michelle Obama. She got the mo. 
Mm. She she will get my vote and all of my other votes because I'm a Democrat and, <laughs> yeah. and vote illegally. I vote illegally. I vote illegally 14 times in elections. Early and often. <laughs> I'm constantly voting. I'm there's not a time where I'm not voting. I just love getting all the stickers. To okay. be honest, yeah. that's fair. I um I will go ahead and just save my uh, disdain for your. Uh, Slight on Biden. Billy, what do you got? Who do you got that you want to run that so, will burn the government to the ground? Time. So uh, I have like, The way I know you want yeah. it so bad. So I have, like, all these candidates, but every candidate, like, I have, like, something wrong with. Like, yeah. So They're not willing to burn the White House to the well, ground. Well, no, so first off, we're going to do a... Like the British did. Sherrod Brown is... I like oh, him I forgot to mention him. I do uh, like Sherrod. Like you like him a lot? I, I, I think he's really good for the working class. I, he wonderful for wonderful for working people. And I think that's I, that's like a really big thing for me. Oh, that's great. No, that's I'm I'm with you. Sher Brown is wonderful for working people. Sher Brown is the senator from Ohio who has proven he can win in Ohio. Um, is very good on union rights. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Absolutely. I because th- I think I do think a lot of like issues that right. we like talk about could be fixed with stronger union rights. Right. Um, however, he's not as left wing as um, other candidates would be. I would, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, so there's him. There is. Uh, uh, so and here's my dream. Here we go. Here's my, here's, <laughs> Let's hear the dream. My, I want to hear the dream so me, bad. Playing the long game. Build so, a candidate. Yeah. We're at the build a candidate <laughs> workshop. <laughs> well, so so. Um, well, yeah, so my issue with Sherrod Brown, going back to that, is uh, he won't come out in support of, like, he won't, like, vocally support Medicare for all, which no. I ripped on better. Of course for. he won't. Yeah. He is a moderate Democrat from Ohio. Yeah. He's not going to do that. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, um, so, the, then my final, like, dream uh, is Bernie Sanders for four years, and then AOC. Oh, yeah. Eight years. Back to back. She'll be she'll be old enough to run in twenty twenty four. She will. So, youngest president in American history. That's true. Who was the, who was the youngest before her? I have no JFK. idea. Was it JFK? JFK, JFK was quite young. JFK is the youngest, and Trump and Reagan are the oldest. Really? I, I did not know 40, that. I, I may or may not have um, a. PowerPoint on my phone, that Holy shit! <laughs> okay, alright, alright. No, that's cool. How old was Jeff when he got JFK? elected? He was 43. 43. Uh, he was absolutely 43. So, well, pretty much... Wait, no, stop! Uh, Theodore Roosevelt became president at 42. Oh. Change that power, but I don't think yeah, it was. Change that. that. I don't think it was. I'll do it. I'll do it. He was elected, was he? I hope students didn't must say that. must have been those Texas uh, textbooks. Yeah. But he yeah. wasn't elected yeah. at forty three. He wasn't sorry. He wasn't elected at forty two. He became president because McKinley was assassinated. Probably the youngest uh, to be elected yeah. was JFK. Was, it, was JFK. it was JFK. Gotcha. It was JFK. Then I won't change. <laughs> Rob, what do you got? Do you have a do you have a presidential candidate? Yes, I do. Who you got? It's not one of what any of you have said. It is Lincoln Chafee. Lincoln Chafee. The block of granite. Lincoln Chafee. That's what we need. He's got feet of (laughs) fucking steel. Wait, I gotta Google him. Wait. 
Oh, don't bother. He was in a weird Democratic debate <laughs> yeah. where he said, "Well, I voted against well, the. You know, I voted against Glass Steagall because my dad died when yeah, I came into the. It's my first week in office. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've right. all been there. By the way, we criticize Democrats here on the uh, on on the Alcoholics podcast. We we give the Democrats the Democrats the good ribbing. Because uh, they deserve it. What, do you, is that, honestly, no, what is your actual answer? Honestly, I don't have anyone right now. So it's kind of so, interesting to sort of go into those debates. Yeah. Because... Well, good thing you have fucking 12 of them. Yeah. yeah. I am so excited. It's like March Madness. But it like is. with debates. But with debates. And, and like heckling people the, over and text the, messages. And the direction yeah. of the, and and the, like, direction I of the country. I still don't know who I'm going to vote for. But Real quick, can I... Can we talk about like the how bad... like? Poorly structured the debates are. When it's oh, this is a bad idea. When it's one on one, the debates are really poorly. Structured. This is so bad. If we have twelve, it is expand. not a expand. Good. Expand. Okay, Democrats have a real weird problem with eating ourselves, and I would really for, like for us not to do that. And I think twelve debates is enough for us to. We yeah. we don't debate ideas when it comes to Democrats have this problem where um, if they're not winning. Which, this is what happened with Bernie Sanders. Uh, it turns into a personal debate. Yeah, it's more personal. Right. As, like, you're not qualified to be the president. I'm like, get, wait, stop, no. <laughs> like, it undercuts the president. Right, it, right. Undercuts the, it undercuts the ability of the person who's possibly going to win. I think, I think that's a knee-jerk reaction of all politicians, though. Like, that's I know. Just, that's just going to happen. But it, No, but the, the problem is... Uh, it takes it, it's it's faster for Ted Cruz right. to say, "Hey, I'm okay with you for saying that my dad killed JFK," but right. it is for Bernie Sanders to like like that yeah. that shit is fucking hugely. Well, I, and I feel like part of like the issues with things like that come um, they come in because of how, like how poorly structured the debates are. Because I think. Um, when there's like 12 people, I guess, it's okay for everyone to have their turn talking. But I do think that the candidates should um, share like the um, the speaking time Yeah, uh, in, when it's a one-on-one debate. Because because right. it, when it's a one-on-one debate, you get to like pretty much just like gish gallop over everyone. But it's not going to be, there's, I don't think with the Democrats, there's going to be a, a huge um, one-on-one debate. Yeah. I don't think they're going to like narrow it down to two people. And then we're just going to talk to those two people. Yeah. I think it's going to be a, a bunch of people for a while. For example... It's, it's, if, it's a toss-up right Thank now. goodness that we moved California Maybe up. we could have like a bracket right. system. Yeah, California, yeah, we really could. California moved up um, in the in the primary. So, and actually, let's let's quick, before we continue the 2020 talk, when Paul, I'm going to go to you, um, when we do the 2020 talk again. However, um, we changed the, the schedule of... These specific primaries slash caucuses, um, and California's moved up. Mm-hmm. California is a huge Democratic state. Um, that's gonna keep someone like Kamala Harris if she decides to run yeah. in the race. Is it good for the Democrats to put these kinds of states first to show these are the these are the uh, Democrats that people are excited to vote for? Well, I, I think you have to you have to whittle it down as quickly as humanly possible in this election. Yeah. Like, like, like you've got to eliminate the dead weight as quickly as possible so that when you have more debates and when you have more elections, it's less divisive. 
Yeah. So if you can say, okay, we're down to like two candidates by the time we reach the middle of March or... Like Super you know, Tuesday. Yeah, by the time we reach the day after Super Tuesday, it should be down to like two, maybe three candidates. That way it's not this divisive Bernie supporters versus Hillary supporters because I think that that was harmful like, to I the Democratic like, Party. Like, I think at the end of the day... It ha- we have to all get back on the same page of no matter what happens on November, whatever November it is. Set the buck in. We're gonna vote for. We got we got to defeat Donald Trump, yeah, and I think that's our end game. That's what makes it different between this election cycle and last. It was obviously it was Bernie versus Hillary going in, right. and you had people like Lincoln Chafee and Jim Webb. And Whoa! Jim Webb killed a guy. Yeah. And they're like, and he, Hillary Clinton. And he took yeah. him out. His yeah. name was Seth Rich. Oh, God. Wow. Well, that was just a joke. Well, alcoholics. That was one of the few things I said that I was joking about. No, Billy, you still can say your whole name, right? <laughs> I feel like that's the thing that makes it different is at the end, it was Bernie in one corner, Hillary in the other. And it was almost like you're going like a football game. With this, I feel, even with me personally, I feel like at the end, it's whoever's at the end that I'll vote for. Because with Pennsylvania, we're near the last. Yeah, we got near My one. vote is meaningless. Yeah. So I feel like with me personally, I'm good with really anyone that will mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Unless it's, you know, someone that's super unqualified and whatnot. But I don't see that happening. Why? What makes Michael Avenatti unqualified? Oh. <laughs> say some say bad things about Michael Avenatti right now. Hashtag me too. Though. I don't know. He's got a he's got a pretty fire Twitter profile. He's, Every time he calls out Donald Trump, so I'll give him a pass. I he, guess he Is also he, like he also right he or? also calls out Democrats who are not tough enough to fight Donald. I'm tough enough. Because I say crazy things on Twitter, too. You have to step I, up. So, but no, no one, like, cares about these things. Don't, like, the, the people don't care about, like, these epic owns, like, against What do the Donald people Trump? care about, Billy? I don't know, like, <laughs> being, like, not... Well, so what people care about is not living, like, paycheck to paycheck. With, like, I agree. The, the fact that you can... It's a very political you can, response. You can go broke at any time you, you like, fall and break your leg. I agree. And yeah. you're, you're broke the next day. I think that people do care about that. I think that people do care about health care. I think that people do care about their wages. And I think that it's very important for Democrats to uh, say we also care about that. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think it's great that the Democratic House is going to be pushing some fucking bills through. <laughs> anyway. Just if well, you can't tax or, you know. I think the lesson right, the tax. Democrats need to learn going into 2020 is is this. When faced with this option, your your option is voting for a candidate that you agree with 99 Point nine percent of the time, time. or ninety percent of the time, or even eighty percent of the time, versus a candidate that you agree with less than one percent. Four point nine percent of the time. Right. So he's like, the sometimes the candidate says things like, "We should uh, spend money on infrastructure." And then the infrastructure he's talking about is that wall. And we're like, God damn it. Infrastructure week. We were so close. (laughs) And at the end of the day, there were a lot of things that I I just didn't really like about Hillary Clinton. I'm not her biggest fan. But at the end of the day, like, 
Would I would I take her over Donald Trump as our president? You you better believe it. You bet your ass. You know what? She's not going to tweet out stuff on Twitter that's going to you know put our country in jeopardy. She's but not. It's going she's to not going to sit emails. Emails. Go she's go not going to sit down emails. and have a sit down meeting with Kim Jong Un of all people. And she doesn't want to build a, a five billion dollar wall on our Mexican border on our dime. Oh, yeah, that, that but I she, have to pay but for. she also said oh. that the Mexicans are gonna pay for. <laughs> wait, so okay, wait, so who didn't give their picks? You, I, I think we all did. I think I'm, all I'm, did. I'm, yeah, I'm good. I didn't. Okay, so tell us, go. terrain. So preach, terrain. I will say this: I love the fact that Elizabeth Warren is running her president. That makes me extremely happy. I'm excited to see her campaign. I'm excited to see her talk to people and say, this is what I'm for. This is what this guy is for. Pick your fucking choice. I have never been... I'm, I'm extremely excited for Liz Warren. Um, <laughs> as someone who voted for Hillary Clinton in the primary... Mm -hmm. And in the general election, same, same. I will say this, and I'm not sure if people have heard me say this before, but I will say this right now. Please, for the love of God, HRC, do not run again. It's, it's her time. It's her time. It was her time in 2008 before a charismatic black guy showed up and ruined everything. I know, because mm -hmm. I'm that because I'm that charismatic black. <laughs> <laughs> you showed up in 08 and ruined her chances. Uh, now listen, I showed up uh, and I ruined it, uh, and I was the president. Forty four. Anyway, um, uh, no, I I don't think that we need a Hillary Clinton to run again. Um, I don't necessarily think we need a big name. I think Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota would be great. Mm -hmm. I think that um, I one thing that I'm pissed about is that people are so angry at Chris, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, who is the senator from New York. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> I know we had a, the last senator from New York didn't work out so well. No, but hmm, if we if I, we I, look at the whole Me Too success of the 2018 midterms. Christian Gillibrand is someone who should at least be considered. Right, but then you look at what happened with Al Franken, and people are super pissed because mm -hmm. she didn't write off Al Franken. Sorry, she wrote off. She wrote off Al Franken. Mm -hmm. She said you can't be here anymore. And big Democratic donors said no. How dare you? Mm -hmm. And that to me is fucking bonkers. Mm -hmm. Dude did terrible things. Gross. And we just kind of went, well, he's, but he's a good Democrat. He's no. He's voting the Senate. It's okay. No, it's not okay. We got, no, absolutely fucking not. Um, so I'm, I'm looking towards right now. My top pick would be Joe Biden. I've said that before, uh, a billion times before. Oh, you got some, you got something to say, motherfucker? It, so it, I, this is like a little throwback, a little throwback. I, oh, I love throwbacks. So. This this is like a it's like a little anecdote story about a few years ago. This this man in uh in good old days he said to me, <laughs> Bernie Sanders is too old to run. Yeah. Uh, who was that? Joe who Biden that? is actually older, older now. Than no, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he older now is. than when 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 he ran. I think he was one year younger now. 
No, than when Bernie Sanders ran. Bernie Sanders is now 77. Joe Biden is 76. Joe Biden is older now than Bernie Sanders was in 2016. Wait, you said Bernie Sanders was 77? No, he is 77. Is 77. Biden is 76. Okay. This is what, three, four years ago when he said it? 2016 ish. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, it was very regular. So, Joe Biden is older now than. It doesn't matter. It's the centrist Democrats will win that. In case... Wait, didn't you just say you didn't want a big name? What's uh, up? So. Oh, four-minute vice president Joe Biden. First of yeah, all, vice president. One, one. When I did not, and honestly, if you can rewind this podcast and tell me when I said I didn't want a big name, I'd love to hear that. It was that. about like two minutes ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did I say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Sorry. I just said I wanted Liz Warren. <laughs> yeah, and then that's you followed that up. And that's and say, not a big name. Yeah, <laughs> she is that's a, a big shit. name in itself. But all right. Okay. Well, I'll my, do that. all right. Okay. Cool. If I said I didn't want a big name, I fucking lied. No, no. <laughs> but the problem is, I do, I do think that yes, it'll definitely be easier for a Democrat who has no record to run against this president. I think Amy Klobuchar would do great because you can't pin her to shit. You can't yeah. pin Amy Klobuchar. She she does have a record. But you, she's not a huge name. It's not like she's been trashed no, by the media forever. Yeah, more unqualified than what the fuck is happening right yeah, now. And that's the Absolutely not. Yeah, the whole the whole is qualified kind of argument is completely gone now. Completely gone because we elected but the thing is, a reality show host. That, is that voting block of thirty five to forty percent? That will be like it's whatever he says. Uh, but yeah, that's, but you, I don't care about but that. I, but we're She's not because there's, so there's thirty Go. to thirty-five percent of America that's going to vote for a Democrat, no matter what. One hundred percent. You have to win the other. Exactly. 3%. That's what I, I'm going with, Paul. We don't have so to. Are you willing win. to compromise your ideals for that other percent? No, but what I don't think I don't think any Democrat is going to compromise my ideals. I don't think there's any Democrat that risks. Yes, there. If if. If Lincoln Chafee ran, I'd consider yeah, not... Don't disqualify my man. He's well qualified. He needs to get a new haircut well and some new qualified. ties. There's, there's <laughs> no Democrat in the race that literally makes me think... Um, Martin O'Malley? No. You, you don't... What? I think Martin O'Malley's weird and funny. <laughs> but I don't think that Martin O'Malley's disqualified from being the president. Once again, if there is a president... if there, Sorry, if there is a candidate that I think... Yeah, they're weird. I can't do this. Then I will say that. But there's no Democratic candidate in the race right now besides Michael Avenatti that I would say, no, absolutely not. Can I give just a real quick small pitch um, for those that want sort of kind of like a rundown of all the potential candidates? Yeah. Uh, one of the websites that I look at every single day is electoral-vote.com. Damn right. I love that website. I don't know if you read that as well. No. <laughs> Damn right. I don't read that. You ever. should. You should. They do a fantastic job. It's two, I think, college professors that basically do a rundown of all the news of the day. And they've profiled a, hand, a whole handful of different potential Democratic candidates. So on their list is Michael Avenatti, Joe Biden, Michael Bloomberg, Hillary Clinton, Andrew Cuomo, Tulsi Gabbard, Kamala Harris, John Hicken, uh, Hickenlooper, Hickenlooper, Eric Holder, Amy Klobuchar, Terry McAuliffe, um, McAuliffe, McAuliffe William S. McRaven, um, Gavin Newsom, Beto O'Rourke, Bernie Sanders, Eric Gavin Newsom just became the goddamn governor Warren. of California. He can't do it. Wait, Michael Bloomberg is a Democrat? Michael Bloomberg is an independent. No, wait, wait, stop. Michael Bloomberg is an independent that will latch on to the Democrats if he yeah. needs to. But what, 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 what does, does that sound like? To? What does he need to? Who because does that sound like? 
because need to. because it gives them more notoriety hey, and gives them a better no. chance to win. Hey, oh. who, who's an independent yeah, that well, that you know that? Yeah, do you know any more the Democrats? Then, right. Right. Yeah. I, what? Wait, why wait, are you sound angry with me? I agree with you. It is nuts that that happened. But, like, I don't understand, like, what uh, democratic policies does, like, Michael Bloomberg support? He's Gun control, for oh. one. He funds the shit. Oh, listen, I'm not a huge Michael Bloomberg fan. But we're going to end it with this. I'm not a huge Michael Bloomberg fan. He is not great. So I you think. love him. No, love him. <laughs> love him, he's great, beautiful, and whatever. <laughs> but, uh, but he funds, uh, he funds... Uh, gun legislation groups like it's his fucking job. Because he's an actual billionaire compared to the false billionaire of who we have right, right now. Right, the weird bill. But don't worry because the house uh, actually, we're like, we're, they're gonna they're gonna subpoena his tax yeah, returns. They're not gonna yeah. do that. Now, real quick, they granted, are, they granted, granted. Gonna, Well, the house will. No, they won't. They will. They won't. They will. They won't. They have the Your votes. Bet. On Beto. On Beto. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that bet. That, that, we should have a new bet. On what planet? New segment. New segment. On what planet new are they not going to do it? Do you think they're actually... All right. Yes! They have the... Yes, they have the votes. The but will they do it politically? No, yes. The only way I mean, that they, they wouldn't do it... Like, the taxes could say literally The only way that they wouldn't do it... I don't think that would change anything. I deducted the murder of my man. The only way that that would not happen is if in the next maybe three weeks, Mueller releases his report and there's something incredibly damning that would make, no matter what shows up on a tax return, look like a... Parking ticket because we'd all be like talking that. about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Mueller's seen the tax returns. Mueller has seen everything. Yeah. So it's like, I, oh, so stoked. So he's he's probably seen the tax returns. And so there's there's no way that there's anything on the tax returns. There's nothing that could be on the tax returns that we really like care about. You know. I disagree. I, th- I, think I disagree. Certainly. First of all, I think Mueller's seen a lot of things that we really care about that I really want to see. Yeah. That he hasn't told us about. Well, he's that office. Is fucking airtight. He's he's building his case. He needs to have witnesses and witnesses of the witnesses. He, he's got a CYA. You know, he's. Got I agree. CYA. I would love to see it, but he's doing his job. Um. So, <laughs> I would like to thank my guests for joining me. I think I think this is a pretty good place to end it. I think. Yeah. Um, Thanks I for like having to, us. I would like to thank Thanks. my guests for joining me, Paul, Rob. Billy. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for joining me on this anonymous Democratic podcast. <laughs> um, we, we need to have like more discussions like this in a, like an objective way. With, right. In the general population more. Right. Yeah. Right. This would right. be healthy for the Democratic If the general party. population wants to come on this podcast, you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're going to need more seats. Yeah, we, only have four <laughs> we don't have a lot of chairs. Hey, don't so, build walls. Hey, and, and the, the don't build walls. Have. Kind don't, of falling apart. Don't build walls. Build chairs. Get some wood glue, yeah. Bring your own chairs. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, if you like this podcast, please like and subscribe. I'm on Apple Music and Spotify. Uh, thanks for reminding me about that, by the way. You have SoundCloud? Oh, yeah. Shout out your SoundCloud. I don't actually have SoundCloud. Spotify? I put one episode on SoundCloud, and I'm like, you know what? Anchor puts my shit on everything, so I'll just do Anchor instead. Um, but anyway... Um, like and subscribe, rate me. Um, if, like. if you don't like it, keep it to your fucking self. Um, thanks guys. Yep. Cheers. Yep. Cheers.